reminds me of like Jerry Maguire movie, and I always go back to this because everybody everybody goes back to their life. Show me the money part. No, (laughs) (laughs) that comes after. Welcome to another episode of A Wonder Lab Podcast. We're so excited that you are joining us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you don't know my voice, my name is Blaze. I'm here with my amazing wife and partner and co-host, Desiree. And before we introduce our guest, <laughs> we're, we just got to make a couple of mentions. One, if this is your first time listening, please hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on iTunes, wherever you listen to this. Uh, make sure you follow and stay up to date. We're going to be releasing more content as the summer goes through. We've got some big announcements and some exciting things that are taking place. But uh, if you are new here, this is what we call Wonder Lab Podcast. It's a, basically a gathering for people in pursuit of the mystery and wonder of God and his kingdom. And we do it through five pillars. And that would be revelation of God's word, cultivation of the Holy Spirit, creation of God's sights and sounds, activation of his people for service in the community, and then one of our favorites is innovation of God-given ideas in the business sphere and community. But uh, we're excited to have you guys here. It's going to be a great, fun podcast. We're excited to have one of our dear (laughs) friends with us. Uh, somebody that we've known, what, for five years, six years, what would you say, Don, five, five, six years? Eighteen, seven, maybe? Yeah. I, has it been? Oh, my has goodness. Has it really been that long? I think so. Wow. It's been, time has flown, but we are wow. sitting. Also, I do want to make mention, we are sitting in House of Humble with the owner, creator, inspirer, amazing woman, Don Coppola. Can we give it up for Don? And you're going to hear some phones ringing. And the reason why, this is something I needed to mention. We are in her actual shop. <laughs> so Wonder Lab has left the studio and is on site recording this. So you're going to hear probably people, phones, as you can hear going on in the background. Maybe some birds. Maybe some birds. It's just going to be a full-blown experience, but we're excited for it. So, Don, thank you so much for letting us into your shop. Thank you so much for being here, Don. It's a pleasure to have you a thank, part of this podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so, excited. Well, I know that... We um, can call this Wonder Lab Live. We, we should call this Wonder Lab yes. Live. Though it's not live as you're hearing it, as the <laughs> audience is listening. So it's kind of a loose interpretation of live, but sure. it is live for us in this room <laughs> as we are experimenting with all sorts of stuff. But Don, thank you so much again for having us. And it's a privilege to be able to get to to know you kind of in this sense and ask you kind of a little bit about your story. But I mean, really quickly, give us a little bit of an origin as to where are you from? Are you, like, how'd you end up here in Stanford? Like, all of that few minutes. Um, I was born and raised in Stanford, um, grew up here, um, school, family, lots of family, and, um, you know, uh, sorry, um, and here we are, um, yeah, just large family. I'm I'm the youngest of five, yeah. um, and always had a desire and a passion to do business, you know, fashion and coffee. And here we are, and here I am. Um, what's been the you know What's been the vision 
before humbled coffee and then house of humble like how did that come about because i remember the conversations yep. years back as this kind of became went from dream to concept to reality how did that kind of unfold yeah i'm still wondering how it all unfolded <laughs> um crazy crazy god story um you know again um I had gotten to a really bad accident back in 2011 and worked in corporate um, for 30 years in marketing, creative, and, um, you know, was going to church, single mom of three, loving life, and then um, this happened. And during that time, um, I lost everything. And... um, I, I can remember the day so clearly that, you know, all I wanted to do was get cream for my coffee, and I found myself sitting on the curb, and like, what just happened? And I can remember the Lord saying to me, either you could go back to your old life, or you can follow me. And I said, I follow you. And um, it was crazy, and I knew it was God, because during the accident, um, it was a T-bone. I was turning left, and they ran through a red light, and um, they pronounced me dead on the scene. Mm, wow. And at that time, um, no one saw anybody get out the car. Um, and here I was sitting on the curb, and I know that it was the Lord that picked me up and sat me on the curb. And, and at that time, you know, I was going to church, loved the Lord, Um, But I did go back out into the world and entertain things of the world. And um, it's, you know, just hearing his voice. And since then, you know, um, just the trials and everything that came at me because I had everything, but I lost everything. Mm. And it was a time where um, I really had to lean in. You know, and I, it kind of reminds me of like Jerry Maguire movie, and I always go back to this because everybody everybody goes back there to their life. The show me the money part. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that comes after. <laughs> but it's like here I am, you know, and everybody goes back to their life, and I really didn't know what had happened, and um, so through that, you know. Um, I have traumatic brain injury. My IQ is an 84. Um, I lost my job. I lost my house. Um, I had no money. And um, what do you do then? You know, and at, at that time, I, you know, prior to my accident, I thought I had it all together. And I, I did. You know, um, you know, being a mom, working full time, running here, there, doing everything. You know, house was clean, food was in. And I thought that was life till it was all taking away and that's when um I just drew closer to the Lord and really dived in again um you know I know his word I knew the promises um been to church bible study children's church youth group taught all that and um you know the blessings were always there um but it wasn't until this time when it was just him and I day and night that that scripture that says when you search me you will find me when you seek me with all your heart 
I will be known by dawn, and to, and she will find me. Would you, would you say like looking at your at, at kind of pre-accident faith, post-accident faith? Um, you know, sometimes, and I, and I can look at, at myself and, and see times where I understood knowledgeable, uh, there was a knowledge understanding yep. of the Word of God. There was a knowledge, uh, an understanding of God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. But it wasn't until I had a, a, a traumatic experience yeah. myself where it went from knowledge to experience. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you were kind of in that same thing where it's like you, you, you knew the Bible, you went to church, you grew up in a Christian household. Yeah. There, were, there, were, there was a framework or a theology of God, but there wasn't the experience of God, his power, yes. the Holy Spirit. Can you kind of, um, kind of touch on that a little bit as you, as, as you have this experience and you know that there's a supernatural aspect about God pulling you out of this car and putting you on the curb? How did that change how you view God, how you experienced him? In, you know, in a totally different way. And again, you know, um, I thought I had faith. I did have faith because we're all given a measure of faith. And, you know, I believe him for his word. And, and just even being in the word, you know, having your life first, your favorite scripture, um, Mine was taste and see that God is good. And prior to my accident, I really didn't taste and see him. I can say that I've tasted and seen him now. Mm. And I think for me, it was the revelation, you know, because he's like, get wisdom, get understanding, get knowledge, get revelation. And at that time, we're, you know, leaning into him and really meditating um, in that secret place, the scriptures were like highlighting, highlighting, highlighting on my heart. And I thought I was crazy. Like I, you know, again, it was so different um, that his word was just opening up like in a way that I've never experienced it prior. And, you know, I would call people, people, you know, whether it was my brother-in-law, who was a deacon, my sister, all people of faith, my brother and you know, they were like, no, you're okay. That's not true. I'm like, no, but it is. And I didn't know what was going on, Mm. you know, at that time, but I knew that it was God. And I remember one time leaving church and I was driving home and, and I'm known for this. Like I, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when anything happens, I love to call people, thank people, text people, And it's like confirmation and affirmation of the word. Right, right. And I called my pastor and I was like, you know, because I would write and journal so much and it was restoration, restoration. And I realized at that time that he restored my faith in quantity and quality. Oh, that's beautiful. And, you know, it just literally, like I would say, he's a mind blower. And it blew my mind. I'm like, wait, my IQ is 84, you know? But I I realized that as human, human beings only use one-tenth of their brain, the Holy Spirit is the other nine-tenths. Beautiful. And uh, I love it. Wow. It's it's great. It was great. And again, like, I don't want to say that, you know, I'm on the mountaintop because I really wasn't. I was so deep down in the valley. 
for such a long time, but it was beautiful Mm. because that's where the grass grows, you know, and that's where my relationship with the Lord changed so much, you know, through the process, through the endurance, through the patience and just trusting him, like really trusting him, you know, and at that time, like, my mom was gone. My dad was gone. One of my brothers had passed. And, you know, to be, I was single mom, you know, raising three young children. Um, what do I do? Like, where do I go? Like, yeah. what's going on? And he just came in like a flood. Wow. And it's so beautiful. And, and it, it's been some time now. Um, I think it's been maybe 12 years, 13 years since my accident But the cool thing about God is that when you remain and abide, he sustains you because everything hasn't been great. You know, opening up a coffee shop, opening up a business, like people can look from the outside and say, she has it all together. Wow, this is great. Um, But it's it's the inside, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the inside and um, yeah, I. It's true. Nobody, you know, it's we live in an Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, kind of world where we present always what looks to be the best. Yeah. Nobody's presenting their, or rarely do you see presenting their valley moments. You know, everybody presents yeah. their mountaintop moments. Yeah. It takes pictures, smiles on their face with mm-hmm. their hair done, and and everything looks really good. <laughs> but nobody really <laughs> ever gets to see like those really dark, low yeah. valley moments. Um, for you, and this is this is a question. You know, one of our values at Wonderlap is cultivation of the Holy Spirit. Did you grow up with an understanding of how the Holy Spirit works in your life, or was it more just kind of like God and Jesus and the Bible? And you were saying that as you started to read the Word post accident, like things just started to like it, it was like the Scripture became alive to yeah. you. We know that one of the ways that the Holy Spirit works is through illuminating Scripture and, and bringing those things to life in us. What was your journey into more of the Holy Spirit and more of the power of the Holy Spirit at work in and through you? And uh, what was that journey for you? Actually, we we were Catholic growing up, um, and it wasn't. I I got saved when I was fifteen, okay. in a in a basement of a community center. And, um, you know, again, so at that time, not a church, you're saying, yeah. And <laughs> at that time, you know, again, then I went back out into the world and, um, I had a, a mom, my mom ended up getting saved as well in 84. And from her, my whole family got saved and we, we were, I was a part of assembly of God, um, at that time. And you know, being baptized in tongues and, and um, water baptism. And, you know, back then, I'm dating like 30 years ago. It was a lot different than what is now. It was like the old church basement. Yeah. And, you know, again, I, I've had encounters with the Holy Spirit, um, but nothing like now. Mm. And, you know, again, like I was saying growing up and stuff God always blessed me I had favor you know but he blesses the just and the unjust it's such a different walk with him right now um and there's so much more and speaking about the Holy Spirit like what am I doing 
now in this season like the coffee shop is great I love it the boutique is wonderful that the coffee shop was a vision from the Lord um, after my accident you know woken up at midnight sat up till 4 30 in the morning doing a creative brief on a coffee shop where I didn't have two nickels to rub together and here I am seven years later and with a boutique as well and I think back to Sarah like if God had told me in 2010 listen Dawn here's the deal you're going to get into a really bad accident I'm going to take everything away you're going to have no money (laughs) nothing and you're going to have a coffee shop and a boutique I would have laughed in his face it would have been absurd you know so I'm like I'm in awe and wonder of his goodness and his loving kindness he just blows me away that's Um, great yeah so it's so sweet you know the fragrance of Jesus is so sweet and I think to you know in these places um it is the fragrance of God it is the fragrance of the Holy Spirit and how do I do this you know business with my faith or faith with my business and you know um it has its good and its bad sometimes but I always have to remember that I have to trust God and, you know, remain steadfast and focused on what he put in my hand to steward and to steward it well. Yeah, that's great. So then, so since you've been in the community now for seven years as a business owner and have impacted the community with the coffee house and now with your boutique, does the community know that you're a faith leader, you're a woman of faith, that you integrate faith in business and that's a core value of yours does the community recognize that and know that I absolutely I think they do and it's crazy um prior to filming this a a friend a customer who's now a friend um you know I was sharing what was going on and I'm like you know do you think people know and he's like just look at this place Mm. he's like it's all over and I think to me that's my norm this is just my life that I live so when I look around these places, whether there's scripture, there's cool signs and and sayings, um, that's my norm. So I don't see it, but obviously they do. Yeah, and cool. it's you know they recognize it and they notice it, um, and I think it does have an impact. And just hearing from customers and meeting so many people and sharing my faith or pouring into them, um, you know, I. I I know that they feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, they could feel the presence in the atmosphere, the fragrance, because um, I know that we've made an impact on them besides the good coffee and the cool clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, that they continue to come back. And they are very cool clothes. Thank if you. You're in, if you're in the Fairfield County area, please check out House of Humboldt. It is such a great boutique, mm-hmm. and the coffee shop is next door. It one is of the, really quick, brilliant. One of the things that I really love is, you know, you meet a lot of people that are like, I'm going to start a business. Jesus has given me this idea, and I'm going to put Bible scriptures <laughs> all over the walls. And then all of a sudden the store <clears> opens, <throat> and you're like, hey, you know what, maybe I'll take the Bible scriptures off the wall. You know, I don't want to offend anybody. No. And But you've just been really outspoken from day one. You've never hidden the fact that when you walk into – 
House of Humboldt, it's it's worship music playing. Mm-hmm. You go into the coffee shop, it's worship music playing. Yeah. There is scriptures on the walls, and it's not done in like that cheesy aesthetic. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like done as in like your grandma's house. I mean, it's really beautifully artistically. The script that's <laughs> like, in the grandma's house. You know, it's house. like yeah. you know, this house right. was blessed. You know, yeah. crochet, and you know, it's like you know, the needlepoint. Yeah, which you love you love from your grandparents, yeah. but and you I don't want to see it in a coffee shop. Right, you know, but. But at the same time, like you've done such a beautiful job. What was that conviction to say, no, if it, if it costs me my business, I'll go down with Jesus on the walls mm-hmm. and everybody knowing my faith. What is what is it to take the, the concept and the idea of I'm going to do this for Jesus and then actually do it for Jesus? Wow. I have to say that with, with the coffee shop, um, I love being home. I love home, I love gatherings. You know, people gather around, whether it's a kitchen table or the living room, and I wanted to duplicate that. Um, So I actually brought a part of me into these spaces, whether or not, you know, people, um, just kind of the aesthetic of it, um, just to make them feel at home. Um, you know, do I get kickback? Absolutely. What kind of kickback have you uh, got? You know, I've learned. Let's, let's talk about the hate mail. Let's get uh, to the hate mail, the, uh, the comment box, you know. I've learned, again, I've learned when to speak and when to shut my mouth. Mm-hmm. And um, in the beginning, it was really hard because I was new. And I was like, what is this? Like you know, these comments, you know, social media, again, I was off social media for like four or five years. And um, I was like, what are like, who are these people? How dear they like, I put so much effort and work and time. Right. It who took four you? years to who build hurt you. Yeah. And, you know, I left out, I grew up in the projects growing up. So we grew up in the projects. So sometimes that girl comes out in me, and You're then, human, Dawn. you know, You're and then I have human. to a pull bit back holy, a little bit holy. Yeah. And <laughs> um, it, it was, you know, it was sad and I was hurt and I was disappointed and I was angry. And I was like, what are all these feelings coming from? And then if my kids saw them, like someone speaking that way to their mom, sure, sure. they would get involved. And I've, I've just learned like owning a business, like and meeting so many people. Um, I've learned too that people are beautiful, lovely. People are kind. People are strange. Can be strange. People can be rude and really mean. Um, And even with my team here, I always want to bring kindness to the customer, no matter how they are Mm. behind. Because if you continue to pour that out, they're going to give it back. And I've seen that. I've seen the hand of God in that way to to move people like that because i could also be like them entertain what they're saying and get into my flesh but i always got i have to pull back Mm. and you had mentioned something um earlier about the process and the transition from you know pre-accident to accident and with my walk with the lord and also it's such a process and i'm not who I was. I don't react the way I used to 
in the past and through the endurance and the process with the Lord, he changes from the inside. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to put that out there, like, I don't have it all together. Um, I do with him. And it was such a struggle to change the way I used to think, the way I used to speak, the, my thoughts and stuff to where I am now. And I also have to give that grace back that God was given to me mm. through that time That's great. with people who don't even know the, you know, they're not saved or born again. Um, you know, I don't profess to be a Christian coffee shop or a Christian boutique because then all Christians would come here. Right. Yeah. Come in. I mean, not, you know, that's not fun. How boring would that be? <laughs> you know, it, it's, you know, and, and I have to say, um, they could be the worst critics. True. true. So true. You know, so when you were saying some of them, a lot can come from more people. You should do this. You should do that. You should lay hands on people. You should pray for people. You should do this. And, you know, and it's just constant chatter. And then I'm like, listen, if God wanted you to open up a coffee house, he would have gave you the vision to do. He right, didn't tell me right. to do that. He told me to be a light that's and incredible. give people hope. One thing that's really cool is is I remember the phone call when you called and said, hey, would you pray about this <laughs> space that's opening up next to the coffee house? And and it was it was it was during the pandemic, wasn't it? It was 2020 or was it the end of 2019? It was the end of 2019, a week before Christmas. And I remember the phone call, and then little did we know a few months later that the pandemic, but we continued having conversations through that. Um, the Humble Coffee was a vision. Lord woke you up, you brainstormed this whole concept out with no, you know, like you said, you didn't have two nickels to rub mm -hmm. together. And then sure enough, the coffee house comes about. The space next door opens up. That wasn't necessarily a vision, that was a step of faith. Can you explain that step of faith to folks who, you know, like we said, this is this is pandemic when you're deciding mm -hmm. that you're gonna rent a space when everything in the Northeast is closed, you're gonna take over an empty space next door. Yeah, that was crazy as well. It, it was. Um, <laughs> you're a risk taker, no doubt. It actually, and I remember that phone call to you. I was in desperate, desperate need, and. Um, it was actually December of 2019, and um, this space was vacant for a year and a half. And everyone's like, take next door, knock down the wall, you know, open, expand the coffee shop. And I was like, no, definitely not ready, didn't entertain that. My landlords had come. I went to um, meet with them to sign the lease for another three years. And they had said, either I take this space next door or I have to leave the coffee shop because they were renting it as one space. Oh. And it was a gut wrench to my stomach, like a knife turned. And I pulled back, and again, I wasn't ready. Um, the day I signed the lease, it was January 29th, my brother passed two hours later. Mm. And then a month later, COVID came. And we were closed at the coffee shop for two months, and I'm sitting here, you know, during that time, I think everybody, like, what are we going to do? Should I sell my right. house? Um, this place was vacant for, like, six months. Um, and until my boys came and said, let's do this. And I can look back now, 
because God was so in it and the boutique was always a desire of my heart as a little girl always wanted to own my own boutique and I can I go back that. to say when you delight in the Lord he will give you the oh, desires God. of your heart it's a word for somebody listening right now for real yeah. and you know for me it wasn't like a husband it wasn't this it wasn't any of that it was a boutique it was a little girl mm-hmm. in me and it didn't come the way I wanted it um, but I can look back and um, see that he was pushing me towards this. And during that time, you know, going through the coffee shop, and again, as I was saying, in the valley, this was harder to do, but less time. Because I had the resources and the tools that he prepared me Hmm. during the coffee shop, during that time after my accident, to really lean in and trust him. And the word was embedded in me that I knew how to use it and how to fight it. And it was, it's amazing. It's so amazing. That's great. Um, Yeah. I love, Blaze was talking about one of our core pillars at Wonder Lab is innovation of God-given ideas. And your story is layered with so many God-given ideas where he's just showered you with these beautiful ideas to create a coffee shop or to create a boutique or even with the buy that's here, all of the products that fill this beautiful boutique. It's all very curated. And you can see that there's so much intentionality and so much love that goes into each purchase that is in the boutique as you move into this new season where you've been you've been open for some time the coffee shop's gotten off the ground everybody loves it it's garnered a lot of favor and following in the community in this next season how do you want to continue to brand and grow this boutique good question and that's something that's been on my heart um lord what is it in this season um, being in the day-to-day, like, again, I love it. I'm grateful for what he put in my hands, but I'm always, like, being creative. What's next? Like, what's next, Lord? So what is it you want me to do now? Um, and that's where I am right now. And, you know, to be intentional, to be present, um, to vision and dream again, because there's so much more. Mm. Um so not that I can't answer the question but I'm kind of (laughs) um I'm sewing into it right now yeah I think that that's always the the plight of a creative is celebrating what you've done but at the same time constantly focused in on what's to come yes and and what's the next creation what's the next vision if you will what's the what is you know it's great to celebrate but obviously always looking forward. I mean, you know, I think that that's a, such a, a, a mm-hmm. tension that creatives live mm-hmm. with. And for you, as you think about the shop and you think about the boutique, um, maybe not so much where do you see it going, but how do you see it continuing to evolve as well? Um, you know, I... just to keep trusting God like there's there's so much in 
in the boutique and there's there so many moving parts mm. like it you know it's not like I have my own jewelry line and I could just focus on jewelry you know there's so much um that we put into to to make this what it is and where do I see it going again I I don't know yeah. Yeah. I, one thing that has been on my heart is I have a great space here I love the space and Lord what is it that you want me to do with this right right you know I, I um, you know again um, with my walk with him and I'm not saying I'm bored I love life I love every day um, coming here I'm so blessed it's beautiful I could sleep here at night I just love it so much yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's such a great feeling here yeah in both the coffee shop and the boutique I mean it's just it's you walk in you yeah. feel like you are at home like you do feel like you're in your personal yes. space which is it's, great it's sweet and for me and how can I integrate this again within the businesses um and I'm, again I'm not a pastor I don't have a church um but I would love to disciple people and hold groups yeah. for for people that don't know God, who've who's never stepped into a church and you know just come together whether it's women and pray for each other, mm. um, you know because sometimes I I sit there and I'm like who prays for me and my kids, right right, you know who prays for broken marriages within my friends or their children and the guy down the street, my next door neighbor. And that's where, when I say to be present, intentional, that's the season that I'm in now with God, mm -hmm. um, where I, I, I wanna be. And I, I love to share his word and his truth and how cool he is. Because to me, he's just so cool. His loving kindness yeah, just yeah. literally blows my mind. And, um, and I, I think that people, like they watch to see you know um and I, I think they're longing for that I think it's it's not my job per se um but I am called to disciple and tell people about Jesus yeah. and whether it's through a scripture on the wall whether it's through a song playing that's ministering as well right yeah. you know and that's being the light you know um and just to continue to keep my hand on the plow and just you know stay focused because again it could all change tomorrow right you know if right. you said you know so you never know so i i kind of live day by day 24 hours a day that's yeah. it that's incredible what would you say to somebody who is metaphorically just experienced the car accident or or is feeling themselves walking through a valley where they look at their life as they're listening to this and, and they go, I'm in the valley. I feel like I just got T-boned and I'm sitting on the curb going, what the heck am I supposed to do? What What is the next? What would you say to encourage them uh, or anybody on a mountaintop? But mm -hmm. just what would that encouragement be? To lean in. Mm. I think to lean in. Um. I was, you just reminded me of something. I saw a neuropsychologist for eight years and we became like really, really great friends. And I had asked her because every time I went to see her, um, you know, I, I saw patients coming and going as they saw me. And I've been to a lot of brain forms and I've seen people who've had similar accidents as me, whether, 
you know, I look finer. They're sipping, you know, in a wheelchair, sipping through a straw. And I had said to her once, um, is everybody like, are other patients like me? You know, how do they get through? Um, and she said to me, my faith healed me. Mm-hmm. And, and what is that? I leaned into God. You know, I, I took that time to meditate day and night, to write journals, to pray, for go for walks, to sit at the beach, to, you know, walk in a field, sit under a tree and nature and just see the beauty mm. of him and, and come to love nature. Um, and really, because for me, at the end of the day, I'm always like, what's the worst thing that <laughs> can happen to me? You could tell me that either I take this space and and move or that I'm opening up a coffee shop or, you know, so much. So um, I always challenge and not challenge God, but I always say, what's, you know, what can happen next? Because you never know. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so I always, you know, I had a brother um, who passed and he always said, keep your eyes like Flint. And I just try to stay focused look mm-hmm. ahead and not look left or right because god is present future he's not present past that's great that's good so there's a sign on your wall and it says you have been made ready and mm-hmm. you embody that you live that way and as you step into this new season and you continue to do the great commission because we're all called yes to do the great commission to share jesus to share his love whether it's in a coffee shop or in a boutique or on a field in Wyoming or um, in the streets of Connecticut, mm-hmm. wherever it is. It's a, it's a God mandate. Yes. So and what s- does that look like? <laughs> you know, because sometimes, again, you know, listen, I'm human. You know, I'm like, what does it look like? Sure. And I think it looks like this. Mm. You yeah. know, just whatever he puts in you. Right. You know, um, just be a light. It's true. I think that I think that we miss the mark so many times yep. when we think it has to look a certain way. Yep. And the reality is, is the light should be in us at all times. So it doesn't matter if we're in a boutique, own a boutique, yes. buying coffee or selling coffee. It's just the fact that we are followers of Jesus and, and alive to what, it he, what he has for us at any given moment in the communities in which he's called us. And that's mm-hmm. the commission. Yes. Right. Be ready to share our faith. Be ready to encourage be ready to keep our mouth shut sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it's just knowing when to shut your mouth yes. and, and just let bygones be bygones <laughs> at that moment. Sure. Knowing full well that there's there's a time and a place, but always being prompted and ready when the Holy Spirit says, okay, go. Yes. It's time. It's time right. to talk. It's time to shed a little light and drop some seeds. And like you said, and then just keep your hand on the plow, keep yes. moving forward and allow the Lord to, to work. So um, it, it's been really fun to get to know you in a different light. This is like a new side of Dawn. Normally when we see right. Dawn, out, it's just, it, you know, it's it's like a whirlwind of so many things to actually pin you down as, and, and to sit you down in a chair and get to here is, is really awesome. But I know that Des has a few questions that she loves to end kind of all of these podcasts. <laughs> and so I'm going to turn it over and uh, a little bit of hot seat, let's say. <laughs> a little rapid five. <laughs> if you could be, if you could give one word of advice to anybody that is dreaming like you, starting 
starting a business, they want to be in their community and they want to integrate faith and business. What's one word or one sentence of advice that you would give them? I would say be patient, remain steadfast, and trust the process. Mm. That's great. That's great. So now we're going to go back to one word. If you had a billboard, let's say on Sunset Avenue in the middle of Los Angeles, what would your one word be of encouragement for people driving by? Des. <laughs> Humbled. Humbled. How apropos. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, one more question and then we'll wrap it up. So it's not really a rapid five, more like a <laughs> rapid three. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All works. Favorite coffee drink? Coffee with cream. Coffee with cream. Yeah, coffee with cream. Really, out of all, yeah. all yes. Such, I see all of all of your you know experiments online on Instagram, all the different. You'd go coffee. You're just a simple coffee girl. You know, I love a latte. She's and Italian. Listen, I'll I'll even. I do like a caramel macchiato, grande at Starbucks. Not, <laughs> you know, I I don't look at it as competition. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll, don't worry, we'll bleep that out. We'll but I, I do. <laughs> coffee over it. Right. Um, I'm a coffee girl. Yeah. With a shot of espresso. Nice. It's got to have espresso yeah. in it. It's got to have espresso in yeah. it. Yeah. But Don, thank you so much. We have You're loved <laughs> sitting down. Uh, if you cl hit the, the, the description of this video, we're going to make sure that we put uh, the address to Humble Coffee and to... Humble, House of Humboldt and, and all of that stuff. So you guys got to come in. If you're in the Fairfield County, support, support, support. Come in and say hi. Tell her you heard about uh, this place on her on our podcast and all that stuff. But, Don, we love you. Thank you so love much. You God bless yeah. you. You Thank are you. incredible. <laughs>